Hey, this is Julia Stern, and you're listening to Not My Best, the podcast that reminds you it's okay not to perform at your best 100% of the time. When we shift the focus to become a little bit better, instead of trying to be at our best all the time, we'll accomplish a lot more and we'll have way more fun doing it. Let's get into it. Before we get into today's episode, I just have to say a big, big thank you for listening last week, for sharing it with your entire network, for sending me a message to let me know how much it resonated with you. It was overwhelming to say the least, and I think that it just goes to show we're all going through similar stuff, no matter how different the little details are. And this is crazy. I'm so excited to keep having these conversations. All I can ask is that if you like what you hear, continue to share it, continue to spread the word, leave me a rating, send me a message. And let me know if there's anything you want to talk about. They're not going to be all so inspirational and preachy. I am far from Tony Robbins. Um, This one today actually is a little preachy, but after that, they get super fun. Anyway, I am so excited to introduce my first ever guest on Not My Best Podcast. She is someone that I've actually known for quite a few years. She started a company when she was in college out of her parents' basement. And a few weeks ago, that same company was written about in Forbes like incredible stuff. And what's even crazier is that this entire company was founded on the principle of being kind to each other, which is absolutely amazing. Her name is Adriana Carrig. She is the founder and CEO of Little Words Project. And I'm so excited to have her. Let's get into it. You were just written about by Forbes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, I definitely think that's crazy. Do you sleep? Because I wouldn't be able to. You know, that is so insane. It's like one of those things that was always on my list of like things I wanted. Yeah. I really want to get 30 under 30. So, like, and I don't honestly know if they even announced the list yet or not, but this is my last year. So, like, if you're (laughs) listening for time is ticking, please. Um, But I was just like, oh my God, you know, I was in Forbes. It's always something I wanted. Yeah. But I never thought it would happen. And then when it happens, you're kind of, you know, like, you're kind of like, it's surreal. Whoa, that just happened. But like, I got to keep doing mm-hmm. what I'm doing. I got it. You know, 100%. this order has to go out. It's so not like that it feels have... any less. It just feels like, oh my God, this is just part of the process. And yeah. I'm excited to do more. Yeah. That like, wasn't said, the biggest thing anymore. Right. There's, there's definitely a level of imposter syndrome though too with that. Oh, for I'm sure. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. How is this a reality? And then seeing other people's reaction to it is what starts to make you think, oh wait, this is absolutely pretty crazy. Yeah, no. So we met years ago at a bachelorette party, which, by the way, if you haven't been to a winery before, like, run, don't walk, because mm. you sit down completely sober, and they just hand you, like, seven glasses of wine, and they're like, just oh, try them out right. and see which one is your favorite. And then you start talking, and then you just have another one and another right. one, and then you're completely wasted. Right. And also best friends with strangers. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. that really you is how You starting your business, and I was still a math teacher at the time, and I was like, I really want to oh change careers, and we I both had longtime this. boyfriends who are now our husbands, yeah. and I just left being like, oh my God, I love this girl. Me too. I had the same reaction. I, we, I absolutely loved you, and then when my then boyfriend, we weren't even engaged yeah. at the time. Um, met you and Andrew at the actual wedding. Oh my god! And had a photo and shoot. And had a photo shoot. And like we were just take, we were taking shots at the bar. Like we became truly best friends. Yeah. And then over time, like I just remember you being you trying and building and growing, and you like f- shot out of a cannon <laughs> and like surpassed me in followers and engagement. It and wasn't it, that pretty, it, but I guess if you're watching, it then was short, very like, pretty. Well. It was very pretty, no, just so we're clear. No. And. Um, <laughs> I've just been so impressed with you. Like, you really have just, I mean, seriously. Literally ditto. So. You, you, but you, yeah, but like you. 
go us. Can we just like share in this? <laughs> like us. Right, right, right. Um, we'll have to celebrate at a winery again. Do you mind if I give the description of Little Words Project? Because I feel like I'm really good at it. You are. Go okay. for it, please. So each bracelet has a word on it that used to be, you selected it from the website, which still can be, but now you have custom bracelets mm-hmm. because I stalk your Instagram and know that. <laughs> But anyway, there are these beautiful bracelets that have a word on them, and it means something to you at the time that you wear it, and each bracelet has a little tracking number, and when you feel like someone else needs it more than you, you pass that bracelet on, and you can track it on your app and see where it goes. And it just spreads kindness and nice people that want to help each other, and I know that this was a result of bullying, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but how did I do concept-wise? That was perfect. Uh, It's such a cool concept to me. Like, just because... You're amazing. I mean, it started for you in college, right? Yeah. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, I started it back in, I guess that would have been like 2010. Um, I had just joined my sorority and I had just been nominated as the um, VP of membership, which a part of like your job description with that is you have to keep the love circulating. Mm-hmm. So what I had done at the time was create these little bracelets with words on them that I passed out to the chapter. I I made about like 15. Passed it out to the 60 plus girls um, or to the few that I felt needed them at the time and kind of encouraged them to wear their word for as long as they need it and then to pass it on amongst themselves. So the idea was to kind of encourage sisterhood, encourage that literal passing of kindness, the literal circulation of love. And it took off and the girls absolutely loved it and they started making them um, themselves for you know, the next three years. Um, And then when I graduated, it continued. And I used to, and it was right when Instagram had launched. Your stories are really great and down to earth. You know what? I try to be really, I try to be a little different on the app. I mean, it's hard because I struggle with it all the time because a part of me is like, I just don't want to be a person who cares so much about this. But at the same time, I feel so connected to so many of my followers, if you will who I consider friends now. like Yeah, I say that all the time. Like, followers are not fans. Like, as much as I would love to be, like, rich and famous, this is not, like, no. a look-at-me thing. Like, I connect with the people. They're my exactly. clients that come to my class. Mm-hmm. Um, and They're my so customers. you want to be re- as real with them as possible. Yeah, and you want to be grateful and kind and thankful. I mean, I really try to answer every single DM. I try to answer every... And, like, I'm not, like, getting <laughs> millions of DMs. Don't get me wrong. But I really just want to be interactive on it. But, yeah, so it started in my sorority. This is going to really tangent... <laughs> Oh my, I had, a, I had an Instagram question for you like all the way at the bottom and we hit it in the first five seconds. Right. So classic. Cool. That's just how this is going to go today. I just think that it's so cool to spread kindness because I think, how many years ago did you start this company? Six? Six, yeah. But I, six even like Monday. looking back to like being a teenager and now looking like 10, 12 years later, yeah. kindness doesn't get old. No. And especially in this world of New York City and all of the people that I interact with. And with social media being used in the wrong way, everything can become a competition Mm. and everything can become so catty. And if you let yourself get wrapped up in it, you're done. It is so toxic. I have been there. I've interacted with people that don't make me feel good. And it it is such a use to have a little bit of kindness and just... The bracelets, which are super cute, yeah, by the way, and you. like adorable. It's not like you're wearing like a beaded thing that you would make at like a craft camp right. when you were six years old. Right. Like they're cool. But they're it's supposed to remind you of them too. Your which childhood. Is what's cool. I yeah. love that. The idea is for it to bring you back to that period of time where you weren't competing with those around you, you know? And I know that for us women, it's really hard to think back to that time because it feels like for as long as we can it's like remember, it's yeah. been something that we've done. But there was a time when 
life was just a little bit simpler and friendship was making friendship bracelets and people were kind, even if it was just in that moment until, you know, the girl turns her back on you the next day at school or whatever crazy yeah. thing would go on when we were kids. Um, but we really wanted, and when I say we, I mean me, <laughs> I really wanted to bring that back. Um, and, you know, even when I was starting it, people would say, like, you should change the look and feel of it. You know, maybe do like gold, gold, a gold bar or something along that those lines. And I was like, you know what? It's being done to the masses right now. And I don't want to do something that everyone else is doing. I want to do something that like nobody's going to expect is going to go anywhere. Yeah. You know? And that yeah. really was what it was. I mean, nobody expected it to go anywhere. Um, but it just, I, it, I saw the proof of concept in the sorority and saw it have possibility. And the kindness component is just, I mean, it's, it's so secondhand for the brand that I really wanted it to. It, it's, I feel like that's what the brand runs on. That's, yeah. That's, that's such 100% cool what it is. And it's, yeah. it's shifted, you know? Yeah. I definitely was, um, I was pretty badly bullied for like a lot of my young, my young life. And then even my young adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely stems from that, but we even say at the company, at the brand, at the company, the brand, like those are just such random ways to describe it. But we say at Little Words Project um, that we're all about not only kindness to others, but kindness to yourself. Because when you treat yourself with kindness and you love yourself and you nourish your body and you take care of yourself, and this is coming from someone who like sometimes forgets to eat, but we just talked about, we we just, it's 9.25, neither, neither of us, of us had us. breakfast yet, but uh-huh. um, which can I just say, I'm really, really happy <laughs> that you also have not had breakfast because you are my like body goals. No, this is and not health, a body of skipping but it's, breakfast. it's health goals <laughs> and it's like, uh, that gives me, it gives me, it she gives me She comes leeway. to my apartment and she says, I thought you would have had like a full like avocado toast spread right now. I said, no, I no, do no, what no, I not can. Not a spread. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting to eat it, although I, you know, I did want Next that Next time side. there will be hair and makeup for you as well as an entire breakfast buffet. Okay. Oh God, I'm But you have to come at 1030 because anything earlier than that, I won't be able to handle right, it. Thank you. Even that yeah. makes me happy. Yes. Um, anyway, so I don't even know what you were talking about, but kindness, kindness to yourself is also very important because when you're kind to yourself, then you feel like you have, it, it almost, it almost gives you the right then to be kind to others. And then you feel like you want to share, share what you've learned and share that love and how how happy you can be when you just treat yourself positively. These are are supposed to be reminders of both kindness to others and to yourself. And I think that feeds really well into the foundation of this podcast and like what I'm trying to do here, because I think as you get older, a lot of your competition, which is super unhealthy, comes from success Mm -hmm. and what you're doing. And eventually you have kids and what your kids are doing. And, you know, how far you've gotten in your career and are you married yet? And do you have a Pinterest worthy apartment? Mm -hmm. And are you vacationing on a beach in Tulum? Like it's like become this whole spiral of events. And if we all just like press pause for five seconds, say like, I'm going to be kind to myself today and that's enough. And I know that I'm enough. Mm -hmm. I can automatically be a little bit kinder to you no matter where you are in your life. We're all going to get there eventually. Right. Um, And we'll enjoy our days more if we're just a little bit kinder to each other. 100%. I totally agree. I mean, we definitely need to work on that in general. I do think that, I mean, social media as well has a lot to do with, you know, I do think it has a lot to do with the younger generations, you know, the the deterioration of that self-love and confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that we ever had it easy either, but when I think about what it would be like if I had Instagram during what I went through in middle school. Yeah. I can't even comprehend how these parents are doing it, how these girls are doing it. I feel 
like awful about it and I am really just hopeful that the change is coming and I do think that there are you know there is a shift happening even I do think it's a bubble that eventually needs to burst I think it's on I think it's honestly it's it's its last stretch Mm -hmm. because when I think about even like you were saying like the vacations to Tulum and how much how Pinterest worthy is everyone's feed I feel like it's changing I think that people in general at least the people that I you know have been seeing and you know the influencer space have been really just shifting towards I just am going to post what I'm doing if my people followers are you know are engaged with that that's great if not that's okay too like I've stopped doing hashtags recently on my personal page I know that from who I follow like I really enjoy watching like hello I watched you live your whole entire day I watched your 80 step skincare routine (laughs) get ready with me yesterday when I should have been getting out of bed and getting ready for my day but that's what I was doing but it's super unfiltered and it's super raw and you share your marriage and your dog and your house and the fact that you're a CEO of a company, which is really what intrigued me and why I wanted to talk to you. Like your days are not like put on a business suit and like get to the office on time, like with a latte and (laughs) definitely not get to your assistant. Like you are all over the place. And that was so refreshing to me. Like somebody that structures my days on my own because Mm -hmm. I'm so freelance with teaching rumble classes and my schedule is different every single day with what I'm doing. And sometimes I just don't feel like I have it all together. And to watch you not have it together actually helps me. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and that's honestly, sometimes I do it and don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are days that I have woken up and I've just been like really down about, not down, but just like, oh, I'm definitely not going to be like focusing on Instagram today. Like mm-hmm. there are times where I'm like, oh, it's been however many days since I posted. I know when I say that, some people are like, are you kidding? You post all the time. And there's, you do post a lot. There's Way more than me. There's I a, give you props. One, I mean, there's a sub, there's a section of people that it's like your Instagram users, you're trying to build something and then you've already, you've already achieved that status. You know, yeah. I'm definitely in the trying to build something stage. I'm not really just an Instagram user. You know, if I was just an Instagram user and I didn't care about cultivating this community around me then I would probably post a lot less like right. just by my nature I like taking pictures I've always been a photographer like yeah want to be a photographer really pictures, yeah <laughs> but I definitely like would probably spend a lot less time on it you know because I don't I barely scroll honestly right. because I it's too much for yeah me. you know it's too much to it take can become in. all-encompassing and it's hard and you and I think that people have to shield themselves from what's out in the world sometimes because otherwise you're just a non-stop consumer 24 non-stop consumer and also you're ingesting it's like it's like the byproduct of, of scrolling is like it's it's social toxins you yeah know? like you want to kind of shield yourself from that as much as possible um so I'm actually really excited if they do the the getting I'm thrilled about I'm it I'm so I think it's, that it's so much stress away I mean recently when I've been posting I have no idea how many likes I'm gonna get yeah sometimes it does well sometimes it doesn't same and it's actually helped me because mm-hmm. I don't care same I think honestly with that like the not caring about hashtag it's just they're not caring about trying to trying to grow and just caring about like just posting what makes you feel good and if you grow from there that's great if you don't okay you know you it's still just have shifting. you're not worth your followers it's not your value no oh my god yeah. not at all and it's it's really refreshing to see other people jumping on board one hundred percent so we dove into Instagram but I want to <laughs> shift back to Little Words Project because how the hell do you just graduate college and say I'm gonna start a business out of this. Mm. And go for it. Yeah. What did that look like? Um, it's so funny. Like, sometimes I think back on the fact that I did that, and I wonder if I would do it now. Mm-hmm. Like, not, I would definitely, I can say with confidence that if I had to do it all over again, I would do the exact same thing. Okay. But I wonder, like, knowing what I know now, mm-hmm. 
would I be, would I have ever had the guts? Yeah. And I think that a big part of why I started was because I just did. I just started. And there was no, there was no uh, um, paralyzing fear that I wasn't going to make it because I was looking and comparing myself to others. I really, at the time, just wasn't. I think I was coming off the heels of like a lifetime of feeling of, of being put down, you know, not to, not to be dramatic, but I definitely experienced some version of bullying. I always joke like since kindergarten, I can think back to it. You know, you can yeah. think back to those moments. I have a moment in preschool where we were like on the playground and I went up to two girls and I was like, I want to play with you. And they were like, we're not playing. And I was like, Jesus Christ, wow. I think back to that. And you I'm like, remember. you four-year-old brat. But it really hurt my feelings at the time. And that's why and you're here, you. however many years later, thinking thinking about it, yeah. talking about it. Mm-hmm. That is what is so frightening about these experiences that these young girls go through. And that's what was so frightening. Not frightening, but that's... Well, yeah, it was frightening for my parents. It was frightening for me. Like, when I was going through that, I was like, oh my gosh, how is how is this going to affect her? And it did. It really affected me yeah. for sure. You know, it was something from a, a very young age and then it continued through college. And when it continued through college for me, it was like, wait a minute, there's something happening here. And it's not just people being mean to people. It's girls being mean to girls. It's girls competing with girls. And it's that competitive kind of cruelty that exists when you, you know, just are not De- not, I don't want to say not developed enough, but like you're not evolved enough yeah. to understand. And, and it's normal because you're growing up and yeah. you are evolving. Your brain isn't fully you're, developed. You don't know how to react yeah. to things. And, yeah, and you just, you know, you, you default to how often is it so, I mean, it's easy to bond over with, to bond with another woman over putting down someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like very, it's almost oh, shockingly it's insanely easy. easy. And when you're in high school and college That's, and it is what else do you do you know so I don't blame any of these people um I think everyone just kind of we all evolve we all grow up we all figure it out if anything I thank them because it Mm -hmm. really led to me being the person that I am today um but I you know I don't know I feel like it's been um it's been a journey for sure and it's what got me to the place that I am now where I feel confident in my own skin and I just don't care and that's why after graduating, it was so easy to start something because I had thrown all caution to the wind. I was like, yeah. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. At the end, I don't know if I can curse here, but that's no, like we've talked about this. Forever. I don't know if Apple is going to kick us off, but we're just going to oh, deal with it and yikes. figure it out. Okay, well, I won't just you know, because <laughs> my mother in law doesn't want me to anyway. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I just feel like you know, with um, with the ability to just not care, mm-hmm. that's what led to me just doing it I think that's so cool and I think like that truly is the key to anything that you want to do and the people that I'm talking to and like figuring this stuff out it's just going to do it Mm -hmm. asking the right questions Mm -hmm. and figuring it out later Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be perfect look at you I mean listen but no for me I graduated college with a teaching degree which is super narrow and I that paralyzed me because I felt like I wasn't capable of doing anything else Mm -hmm. um and when it came time to transition I mean I had major anxiety in the beginning because I was like I don't even know how to take a step and it wasn't until I figured out how to let everything go how to say okay I'm starting a podcast and I'm just gonna figure it out I have no idea what I'm doing yeah like this is crazy to me but this is years of development compared to where I was and I feel like you're so lucky that you had that out of college yeah not lucky for what you went through but lucky that you were had that confidence in Mm -hmm. yourself to say I don't give a shit what other people think of me and this is what I'm doing yeah and look 
it's where it's gotten you in six years. Yeah. In freaking Forbes. Thank you. <laughs> in freaking Forbes. Like, if you want to do something, go yeah. do it. Just, yeah, go do it. And that's always, whenever anyone asks me, like, what's the best piece of advice that you could give or you've ever been given? I mean, for me, it's really just, like, go do it. You know, yeah. Google is your friend. Don't be afraid of any component of it. Research it. Ask people. You know, reach out to somebody that you know. Ask them for their tips and tricks. Um, you know, just kind of go out there and try. And at the yeah. end of the day, you know, the worst case scenario is you fail, which if you fail, you're probably going to fail forward and you're going to end up somewhere further along than where you were. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just give it a shot, see what happens. I've um, actually learned to love failing. Oh yeah. And oh my because gosh. it teaches you something. And you when you can so get much. over the initial embarrassment hump of like, oh crap, I failed. Yeah. It's like, all right, on to the next. Right. But that's, that's the other thing too, that, that embarrassment hump, that's really what it comes down to. If you realize that that's, that's, it's just, that's just what it is. It's mm -hmm. just embarrassment. Yep. There's nothing else that happens. I had a therapist once that used to like, when I would say something that scared me, she'd be like, okay, so what? And I'm like, well, so I don't want yeah. it to happen. And she'd be like, okay, well, do you die? And I'm like, I guess, no, I don't. No. She's like, okay, does anyone, you know, it, it, she was just very like, it's okay. You right. know, it is okay. You will survive it. You'll yeah. get through it. So just try it. And it's I like, think that's you know amazing. what, that was, that's probably, so what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to make that a word. So what? Bracelets being made today. Thank you. What do you think, <laughs> like, you have learned about becoming a CEO? So you want to start this company. Mm -hmm. You're making bracelets in your mom's basement. Mm -hmm. You're sending them out to people, hand mailing them. I remember, like, watching back in the day the yeah. stories of you and the mailman, like, giving yeah. them by the packages. Oh, my God. Ow. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, shout out to Al. And now you have a whole guy. fulfillment center. That part is definitely crazy. Yeah. The growth is definitely crazy. But I will say when you're in it, I always say it's hard to see the picture when you're stuck inside the frame kind of mm -hmm. thing. And, like, I'm definitely very much so in it. So when I think back, that's why it's good to have hype girls around you, like Mariah for me. Yeah, she's and hysterical. my whole team now, they're like, Adriana, do you realize that, like, you six years ago were doing this completely alone and in your parents' basement. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess that is crazy. How so, many employees do you have now? Uh, eight full time. I, uh, nine, nine full time. Wow. And like ten or six, six to ten part time. It flexes during crazy periods. So cool. Um, but yeah, so it's it's definitely very cool. Um, it's definitely crazy that it it went from where it did to where it is. But it also was a slow burn for me too. Mm -hmm. And we go it goes back to just not necessarily having that business plan and not also having the backing of an investor or outside. You know, I never saw it outside capital. I'm still 100% owner of the business. Um, which is great, but it's also kind of scary and has led to me having to completely bootstrap this thing. Did you invest a lot of your money into this? <clears throat> Five grand. Wow. Five grand was my initial investment, um, which is, yes, it's a lot to some, but it's also at yeah, the end of the day, it when it comes, when it, in the grand scheme, it's pretty, it's pretty low when it comes to starting businesses. But again, I didn't start it correctly. Yeah. You know, but I yeah. still did. And I think that there needs to be more stories out there about women or, or men or anybody who bootstrap their businesses too. Cause I think, and that's why I love that Forbes did the write up because there are so many brands out there that you feel just kind of skyrocket and mm -hmm. you're like, Oh damn, like I'll never be as big as them. Right. But there's multiple paths to success and you can and do so it. And so many people out there doing things that necessarily aren't reaching the masses, mm -hmm. but are reaching a group of people exactly that love what they're doing. Exactly. Are you going to throw away the importance of that? And not for nothing, but that tribe is often much more significant than the ones that just kind of shoot out of a cannon. I, when I tell you I have customers that 
they make me cry when I when they respond to our like they say things they they bring I mean I had a customer who missed our our anniversary day and my my day in the life story because she was she had like kidney stones or something oh. poor woman and then she reaches out to to me and was just like hey Joanna so sorry I missed yesterday okay so regarding your story this like she started responding to everything and it was just like happy anniversary it was just so sweet to see that yeah. you know we had this. We just have such diehards. People who are invested in They're you. invested, yeah. you know? They want, they're here, they're coming back. And that is just, you can't, you can't manufacture that. You have to cultivate And I think it. that this pretty much answered the question. But another question that I had written down is that you see a lot of, not similar, but braceless companies with words mm-hmm. or sayings on them. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get sidetracked and say, like, how the hell am I going to continue to do this when there's so much competition? Yes. Um, Yes, definitely. And, I mean, still to this day, my heart sinks when someone sends me a... um, A knockoff. A knockoff. It's the worst. I get those those messages a couple, I'd say, like, at least once a month, and it's not the most ideal situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But But at the same time, it means that you're doing something. It means and you yeah. can never have the sense of community yeah. and the message that you're Ex- and that's you're and that's what we focus on. That's mm-hmm. what I focus on since the beginning. In the very beginning, it was really hard. Um, I will say that I do feel that because we were one of the very first to the game. I mean, I definitely would say we're the first as far as like it not being cheeky. Like there mm-hmm. were there were definitely you know people have been making these. They're on Etsy. You can yeah. get them anywhere. You know, yeah, PSA yeah, yeah. for anyone not trying to <laughs> buy my product, which you should. Um, they exist. You know, I didn't reinvent the wheel. I literally took something that was so classic and I just added a new higher end, better quality spin to it. But I was making them out of the craft store, you know, so it's not impossible. Um, but you know, for us it was like, well, one, we're first to market. So that's really helpful. Um, but two, it's just keeping your head down, focusing on yourself, focusing on the community you're building, answering those DMs giving people the feeling that they are part of something bigger than themselves and they're not going to want to go make it. They're not going to want to go buy it from another knockoff because they right. want to be a nice girl. Right. They want to be in the nice girl gang. So that's where marketing comes into play and just yeah. making sure people understand, you know, what you're trying to build. What that is. Um, and it's being transparent and it's showing the ugly side of things and, and it's that's crying okay. and it's being, I mean, the amount of times I have locked myself in like, in the bathroom at the office and just like cried really quick, got my shit together and then came back out. I mean, you handle it and you keep going, you keep going. And a moment of like feeling like you're defeated is not a moment where it ends. No. Oh my God. No. And that's actually one of um, my favorite podcasts I listen to is how I built this Mm -hmm. on NPR. I love that. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard the one with, I think his name is James Dyson, but it's the man who invented Dyson. Mm -hmm. And he said something along the lines of, I just knew that when everyone quit, that's when I needed to keep going because everyone was trying to make a better vacuum. Right. And everyone stopped, but he kept going. And that's really what it comes down to is when you feel like you're ready to be done, that's the moment you have to keep Keep on going going. because other people, the competitors, the people that maybe, you know, are trying to quote, bring you down or or Mm -hmm. get further ahead than you are, they're probably going to quit at that moment. Yeah. So that's when you just got to keep going. There's a word recently that has been like really bothering me. The word oversaturated. Mm. I, I don't know why it bothers me so much, but I hate the word oversaturated. When you say like, you know, the boutique fitness field (laughs) is oversaturated or there's a ton of people making bracelets, Uh, the space is oversaturated. To me, that says that you don't 
care enough to try because mm-hmm. you're scared of your competitors. Mm-hmm. When, like we were just talking about, there's these niche markets yeah. where you don't have to be the bracelet that takes over the entire continent. Right. Right? Like, right. your followers and your customers are the people that want to be with you. They want to be part of the Nice right. Girl Gang. They understand your message. Right. And if you had said, you know, Nordstrom is selling this bracelet and Bloomingdale's is selling this one, why even bother? I can't. The amazing thing that you've created wouldn't mm-hmm. exist. Exactly. And I think that's, I just, I don't know, people that say, oh, it's oversaturated. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I should find something else where people aren't doing well, that's, things. That's just fear talking. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's, it's you're giving... You're, you're showing your ego what it wants to see, which yeah. is proof that it's not going to work. And if you're going to anything, whatever you want to be true can be true. And it's really just that simple. And I know it sounds like very simplified, but it's, <laughs> but like, it's not. It's reality. If you want to see that there are other people out there doing it, so that's why you shouldn't, then that's what you're going to see. But if you want to see that there are other that there are other people out there doing it, but like that's fine because you still can. If you want to see yourself do it, then you won't look at that as a, as a, as a detriment, and I think uh, or a deterrent rather. So I think that it's really just a matter of like shifting the mindset, deciding, hey, this is something I know I want to do, so I'm going to find proof in the universe that I should. Yeah. And it's that simple. You just have to believe in the power of of. Now I'm getting a little, really existential, but the power of your mind, the power (laughs) of positive thoughts, the power of manifestation, the power of bringing things to you. And that's it. I mean, people have asked me since the very beginning, what is, what is the thing that makes you do this? Like, you know, how do you do, how do you get up every day and do this? And like, it's completely 155,000% belief in myself because I believe that I can is why I have. That's amazing. It's like the most simple. It, it really does. It comes down to simplicity. And I think that it's self-awareness because if you are aware of how you're thinking and how you're acting, I used to have this really, really negative habit, which mm. is almost like self-sabotage. It's mm. everything that you're saying. Mm. If I really wanted something, I would almost do a worse job mm. to prove to myself that you couldn't I it. couldn't have it. Mm. And I realized it. Like I would go to audition at Rumble and I wouldn't, actually give it my all like I would be a little bit more quiet on the mic or I'd freak myself out yeah, right before you're, you're and it was like what yeah it's fear and then you shut down mm-hmm. and I realized that over and over again or I wouldn't prepare enough because mm-hmm. when I would get to it I'd be like oh I can't do it <clears throat> yeah whereas if you just own that you can do it from the very first second that you said that you're going to mm-hmm. boom that's it it really is it, it's, it's so simple but it's it's game-changing it's unbelievable one suggested book read that I, I do this all the time because I'm constantly like trying do to you do read that a lot. I listen to a lot of Audible um, for like the self help kind of books. I love that. Yeah. But then I read a lot of fiction. Yeah. I was an English major, so I completely I went to school for English lit, so I completely Nerd. understand having a narrow plan. yes. Um, but um, when it comes to um, book suggestions, so Gabby Bernstein's newest book, Super Some, Attractor. The person that I was talking to yesterday just brought the same thing up. I yeah. have to go get it immediately. Yeah, that's really, I mean, yeah. it has shifted my perception. I've, I have a lot of blocks around being a mom and having, and having a family, mm-hmm. I think, that are internal, that that's the one place in my life that for whatever you were reason super I don't open about believe. that on your stories the other day and I thought that was so amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Bill and I have been trying for about a year now and mm-hmm. it's not happening right away. And I think that this growth that I've experienced as a person over that year is freaking unbelievable. Like I can't even put it into words. Um, but it has taught me that you really do just have to um, 
you have to look at what you're calling in and have to look at how you're, what, what's, what's the story you're telling yourself, yeah. you know, because that story is going to affect everything. And I always think, how is it that I'm so expanded in the business side of my life? And I really believe in myself and I can manifest it if I want it. I'm like, I know I'm going to sell this company in the future for many millions of dollars. Like I know, like I just know right. there's no part of me that doesn't know that. But when it comes to being a mom and having a family, I've always told myself it was going to take a while. And here I am. Wow. So I'm like, whoa, that's something that really freaks me out. Yeah. It tells me. And when I shared that, I had so many girls reach out and say, this is my biggest fear too. I'm so afraid every time I think about it. I. It really is terrifying because you try your whole life not to have a baby. And right. And all of a sudden you want to have one and it's like, oh my God, what do you mean? It doesn't just happen. Right. Exactly. I could have been having unprotected sex right. all these years. That's why I'm like, PSA. Like, oh, yeah. we don't. No, no don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but it's like, okay, well, the amount yeah. of pregnancy tests I took at some point oh. in my life, but for whatever reason, because I was like, I'm no, no, always with Bill. Don't worry. I'm very... Anyway, um, <laughs> so in that scenario, I'm just like, Oh, how is it possible that I have, have gone this whole part of my life, like this long in my life, telling myself this story and here I am. Yeah. And I'm not to say that I, I take the blame for it, but I do blame, but I do think that it has a lot to do with how things happen for you is how you believe they're going to. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to anyone out there who is worried about whether it be that or something else in your life, just don't tell the universe, you know, don't tell yourself the other, the opposite story. Right. Pick the story that you want it to be and start telling yourself that story. And let it in. Let it in. Yeah. Let it in. Stay open to it because that's really all you can do. I love it. I want to just look at my list and see if there's yeah, any other yeah. questions I want to ask I know. you. Because we just go on tangents. Yeah, no, I knew it was going <laughs> to be like this and it's amazing. Um, Favorite color? Pink. Ugh. As we look at the pink pillows on my couch, but it's not mine. What do you mean? I don't really like pink, but I like those pillows. Yeah, I heard that ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I am not a pink person. I'm not surprised. I like red a little You're bit better. Cool. Oh, stop. I'm but all black like, everything, actually. Right. I'm all black in what I wear. Yeah. But I do love them all. I'm not gonna, You're crazy, girl. No. Pink everything. Pink laptop, pink oh, phone. Oh, that's so cute. It's the girly. It's the only girly Oh, your office is actually... Your office made Our me logo. like pink. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> so are. sorry that I'm shitting on your brand right now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> pink is amazing. Um, all right, let's just end it with this. Yeah. So advice that you would give to the young girl for, that has an idea for a business that feels like she can't level up besides just go for it, besides everything that Mm. we've talked about, Mm. like I need like a concrete hard step Mm. because I'm a very literal person. Yeah. What does she do in this moment? Is she leveling up as in she wants to take that next step? Like I'm 23 years old. Like you are, I don't know how to be a CEO. Well, I think it goes to, do you want to, it doesn't matter if it's a CEO or it's leaving your steady job with the good insurance and going and doing something that, you know, that that is freelance that you just want to dive into. Um, I think the first step is genuinely popping on Google, like go onto Google, see if anybody else is doing it. And even if it is, don't let that stop you. Just get your research collected. Um, then it's go right onto Instagram, come up with that name, think about it for a little bit, go onto Instagram, get the Instagram account. That's something like the handle. When you said you didn't have the Instagram for this guy, I was like, Let's get that Instagram. I'm scared. Let's hear. Why go. are you scared? Because you're doing I, it. Because my Instagram is fine. So like, if I got to start a whole another one to start from zero, that that is just like a lot. Oh, that's true. Just use your Instagram. Yeah, you're I, right. Never mind. Bad idea. <laughs> Thank you for um, the business advice. But though. no. But you're right. You're right. I forgot you would just use your own. But that's my point. Like, just yes, go, just go get it, it out there. Yeah. Just start it. You started just recording. You right. know what I mean? Like, you got to just start. And I know that's like the same advice. Just go for it. But it, it 
it's the best piece of advice I can give. Listen, write things down, go out there and apply what you've learned. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. It just means that you're going to figure something out along the way. And it means that you're learning. And it means that you're learning and you're growing. Mm -hmm. And there's no better feeling than that, especially as, as life starts to suck, which it will over time, but then it comes back. Undoubtedly. And I think we're constantly in a world, we are in peaks and valleys in our life Mm -hmm. forever. Um, But for every valley, there's also a peak. So you just got to keep, keep it grinding, keep it moving and enjoy it while it, as it happens. I love that. that. I'm going to go research and find like a million things to talk to you about so I can just keep having you back because (laughs) this is like an ideal work day for me. Oh girl, we could do this for eight hours. Just keep coming back. I am Um, positive of it. But in the meantime, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Adriana Carrig on Instagram, uh, but you can also find me through the business at Little Words Project on Instagram, um, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but I tweet like when... I just brought mine back and I, I haven't said anything yet because I have nothing yeah, to say. Yeah, like I... It, well, so I'm just like, okay, I'll do a quote, but then yeah. like, you forget. Yeah. I'm yeah. the world's worst inspirational person when I, it's required for me to do all the work. Right. Like, come to me and ask me a question. I oh, got all the info can go in the world. For days. That's why I love podcasts. I'm yeah. like, I'll do one. But um, you're going to have to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> we rescheduled this 80 times because she was like, you need me to come to the city like, and minute. sit on your couch? I thought we were just going like, to do a phone call. I was like, no. <laughs> Get up. Come here. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, when you make when you live your life in New Jersey and you make your life what you want it to be, you're very used to that. I hear you so much. But no, this is amazing. Thank you, Thank you so, so much for much for coming. So again, this is not my best podcast. My name is Julia Stern. You can find me on all social channels. Instagram, Facebook, even Twitter sometimes at Julia L. Stern. Um, So yeah, go out there. Stop trying to live your best life. Start actually living a better one.